What's up, Buds? What's up? BJ, Oom, and Daryl bring to you Buds Watch Wrestling. And I'm BJ. When I'm Daryl, and this week we watch wrestling. Yeah, a little bit. All of it. No, you didn't. No. <laughs> All of it except WWE. Yeah. And I haven't caught up on Best of Super Juniors yet. Oh, yeah, New Japan. See? Already fucking up. You know me. But, as always, we're going to start Monday Night Brother, brother. Night Raw, brother, brother. I know how we always start the show, BJ. Mm-hmm. Every time. Monday Night Raw. Actually, Monday Night Raw did not start out the same. Because... It wasn't Randy Orton and Drew McIntyre. No, it was the Survivor Series team. What? <coughs> yeah. The men's? That, <coughs> that just dominated? That dominated? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, they came down. And, uh... Yeah. They said they deserve some reward because they dominated and Paul and no not Paul Adam Pierce Paul Pierce is the best Paul Pierce player. right different guy yeah he played for the Celtics correct I don't know if he still plays or what but I just picture him as a Celtic anyway uh so Seamus or I don't know Seamus and Riddle end up getting into it and then Strowman gets pissed because he shouldn't have to make his case. Mm-hmm. And grabs Adam Pierce and does something to him. It was kind of dumb. Uh, then we got the Raw Tag Team Championship match. Okay. The Hurt Business take uh, of Shelton Benjamin and Cedric Alexander taking the New Day, Kofi Kingston, Xavier Woods. Mm-hmm. Um, the first ending was really weird. Like It was like a weird double count out thing. I don't know. It looked like it wasn't supposed to end like that. Okay. I don't know. And MVP gets it restarted. And they go on for a little bit longer. And the New Day end up winning. Maybe it was um, a botched finish. And then they just, you know, did the whole restart thing to save it. Yeah. You it, never know. It might be. <clears throat> so. Of course, that also could have been the story. Right. Who knows? Not me. I don't know. I don't work there, thankfully. Yeah. Um, so, Adam Pierce is backstage, he's hurt, and Bobby Lashley interrupts and says, because he, he's the only Raw champion to win his match, he uh, needs to talk. So. He's got a valid point. Right. Yeah. And then sure. Randy Orton shows up. Of course he does. RKO's out of nowhere. I don't know. Um, and then Lana's backstage and does an interview. So, yeah. Lana's the best. Lana number one. Right. And then Pierce announces that there's going to be three singles matches this week. And then the winners will be in a triple threat next week. And that person is the number one contender. For men? For women? For For Lana? For men. Oh. Sorry, for men. This just came right after the Lana thing, and I'm like... Sorry. Yeah. No. Okay. So wait, three, is, three singles matches from the yeah, six competitors, right. and then the winner of each of them goes into a triple threat, and the winner of that triple threat is the number one contender. Right. For Drew McIntyre. Yes. Okay. Well, I'm yeah. with you now. Moving right yep. on. So the first match is Riddle versus Sheamus. Oh, were all those matches on Monday too? Yes. Oh, okay. So, and from what Sheamus I heard, these won. two, no. Matt Riddle won. Good. Um, and... Uh, yeah, these two just have chemistry, man. Like, good match. Yeah, great match. They got 
I think they got two commercial breaks. No, they got... They started right after a commercial break, and then they got a commercial break in the middle. One pretty long okay. too. So Fair enough. Yep. Um, oh, and then they do announce that Lana's going to get a women's championship match since she was, she was the, the sole, sole survivor. survivor. Yeah. Which makes sense. Oh, Oscar's going to kill her. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then the Firefly Funhouse is next. Okay. And this was pretty good. They... Um, they got a new frog puppet. Yay! Called Friendship Frog. Friendship Frog. But Wyatt or Alexa doesn't like it. Ends up like smashing it with a hammer and killing it. So yeah, that happened. It was a pretty good thing. Um, and then we got the Oscar versus Lana match. Then they do. I heard about this. No, I saw part of this. Then they did. They did like a montage of oh like yeah, they did all the, the memories of the frog. Yeah, right, which is yeah. ridiculous because the frog just showed up. Yeah, 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 it was great. That's the key part of it. Yeah, there, sorry. I I did see that part. I like mm-hmm. that. I didn't catch any of the rest of it. I just saw the the montage. Yeah, because I'm like, who the fuck is whatever the frog? Friendship frog. French the frog. Friendship. Friendship frog. I'm like, who the fuck is friendship frog? Like, because the way it, the clickbaity headline was it was somebody I should know so I clicked on it and then I quickly realized what it was but yeah that's great I thought yeah. that was amazing yeah. okay anyways <clears throat> um yeah then we got Raw Women's Championship match Asuka and Lana uh, with Nia and Shayna on commentary oh um, okay. match goes like 30 seconds and then Asuka wins well, Jax and Baszler attack Asuka. Oh, that's stupid. Because Asuka... Oh, you got to protect Lana. Yeah. Well, of course. <laughs> um, she don't, it's just not like she spent nine weeks in a row going through a table or anything. Right. But... She won the match by pouty. Yeah, but Jax and Baszler try to put Asuka through the announce table, and Lana actually goes for the save. Oh. And then, right, and then they challenge for a match. And then we're going to get a tag match now between Asuka and Lana versus... Was Teddy Long there? Shayna and Nia. No. Just tag happens. match player. Just happens. But Asuka and Lana actually win. That's not... I, so. I mean, that doesn't surprise me. Yeah. It'd be great if they were the next tag champions, though. Right. Like, stupid great. Oh, I would love it. I don't care. I would love it so much. Asuka is the best. Asuka number one. Right. Asuka oh, two belts back. Should have done. Great. Uh, um, all right, Keith Lee Keith is going to take on Bobby Lashley, Lashley, and this is part of the triple threat thing. Oh yes, for the yeah number one for the number one contendership. Um, yeah, the winner goes to a triple threat, and MVP ends up attacking Keith Lee, and Keith Lee wins the match by disqualification. Okay, so they so should have got Keith it, Lee and Riddle right. Um, all right. Those two alone will be fun. Right. That should be a good triple threat, regardless of who's number three. Yeah. What else we got? Oh, wait till you hear. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Uh, Nikki Cross versus Alexa Bliss. Um, Alexa Bliss. Yeah, and this was actually, I like the finish. Um, you know, Nikki tries to, like, beg again, beg Alexa to stop, and Alexa starts to almost, like, cry and looks conflicted. And then hits her with Sister Abigail. Nice. Gets the win. It was great. That is a good ending. Yep. And then, is this our main event? Main event! event. 
Uh, last of the singles matches for the triple threat. Okay. AJ Styles versus Randy Orton. It was AJ Styles. Yep. And AJ Styles picks up the win. Yeah, that should be a fun triple um, threat. Cause I might fiends, actually try and watch that. Yeah. Right? Yeah, so AJ Styles versus Matt Riddle, or versus, sorry, versus Riddle versus Keith Lee. Mm-hmm. For the number one. I was like, Matt Riddle, who? That old UFC right. guy? Yeah. Um. That fake shit? Yeah. And then, yeah, and a lot of this was, like, The Fiend kept popping up. Mm. Around Randy Orton and Ooh. freaking him out. Yeah. Spooky. So, scared. Which we're going to get next, which I'm happy for. Yeah. Like, yeah. I guess that was Monday Night Raw. Monday Night Raw, brother. Yeah, brother. with that we'll move on to Ring of Honor. Ring of Honor. Uh, I don't have anything for Ring Rico, of Honor. Rico, Rico. Rico, Rico. Uh, we got Quinn McKay, as always, welcoming us to the show. Nice. It's like the highlight of every... I love Quinn McKay. I wish yeah. they used her more. Yeah. That's my only complaint. I need more Quinn McKay on my TV. She just has one of those voices that you just like... Mm. Like, it's just pleasant on your ear holes. Right. Um... As always, we keep getting video packages introducing wrestlers and their motivations. It's fucking fantastic. Nice. Jay Briscoe uh, saying, you know, hey, my, my focus now is on EC3. I kind of alluded to this last week, and it's kind of a continuation of that, where he's like, I got to do this, bro. Like, I got to take care of this business with EC3, and then we'll move on. And I'm like, cool, we're going to do this in a couple weeks, right? Here we go. EC3 versus Jay Briscoe. Let's fucking do the thing. Uh, Briscoe actually got disqualified because he refused to break a choke because he was so fucking pissed off. So, with like, he had him, you know, with, like, the foot, mm-hmm. had his foot in, in the corner, you know, strangling him or whatever. Right. So they just, went EC3 won by DQs to get him out of the match so they could save it as a pay-per-view match. So, okay. um, yeah, definitely we're going to see more of what goes on there. Um, so I'm down with that. We do go backstage, and sure enough, here's my wish, Quinn McKay. Mm-hmm. Back to interview nice. Jay Briscoe. Nice. Um, and she asked, like, why didn't you uphold the code of honor? Like, because Jay wouldn't shake his hand. He choked him and stuff. And he just said, because fuck him. And walked away. And I'm like, that's a great fucking fire promo. I like it. That's great. Uh, then we got a video package on LSG, who I just said last week. I didn't know who the fuck he was. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was going on about Lethal inspiring him and, and shit like that. Uh, then we get Lethal's package, where Lethal talks about... His pure championship being bittersweet because, uh, you know, just he lost to Tracy, but Tracy yeah. kind of deserved it, and it was bittersweet because he was proud of him. Um, and then he said the foundation's goal is to find the guys that have honed their craft and reward them, and that's why he requested this match with LSG, so he mm-hmm. could give the young kid an opportunity to prove himself. And I will say, they had a pretty solid match. It went to a split decision. They went to time. Um, with pure tournament rules here. Yeah. Um, Lethal got out of a sharpshooter right towards the end, and we got to the time limit, and via split decision, Jay Lethal. Nice. So, yeah, that was um pretty good first half there. Nice. Um, said, I really, I really like the video packages, mm-hmm. introducing everybody, explaining what their motivation is or why they're doing what they're... It, like, it gives everybody a reason to be there no matter where they're at on the card. Yeah. And here we get another one. This one's uh, a video package talking about Matt Taven's match with Bateman coming up next. Nice. Kind of reliving the last couple of weeks of what's happened with them that we've talked about. You can hear about that free on the Bud Kives. Mm-hmm. Um, they had a pretty solid little match. Matt Taven got the win. Um... 
And then Bateman attacks Taven, though, right after the match, and Vincent comes down and starts beating him up, too. And then to the save, we get some music. I've never heard it. And who's that dope guy in that dope suit? Holy fuck, it's Mike Bennett! Mike Bennett's Mac! Nice. And uh, he comes to the save, and Matt Taven and uh, Bennett embraces. The show goes off the air. Nice. Um, Love it. Yeah, it was it was like I love all the little stories for everybody's got a story. Even if the story is just I'm here to prove that I am a real competitor in the pure tournament, even though I lost in the first round, like I'm gonna win this match tonight and prove I belong in the pure division of Ring of Honor. Yeah. And then he goes out and has a great fucking match. Like it's great. Um this was better than most of the weeks, actually. This actually, like, really got me excited for next week. I want to see where this Briscoe EC3 is going, because they were mm-hmm. teasing a fun match before it got DQ'd. Because it only went, like, five minutes. Like, it was short. Yeah. Um, And then, like, I don't know who the fuck this Bateman and Vincent and all these guys are, but I'm already getting into the story. And now you had a character, uh, a wrestler I really mm-hmm. liked and realized how undervalued he was in WWE and Mike Bennett and mm-hmm. seeing him back somewhere where he can actually do shit. Like, I'm stoked for this. Yeah. Because I thought right at the end of, like, me watching 205, Mike Bennett was the reason I was watching. Like, he was the highlight for me. I fucking... Well, he was Canellis there for you WWE fans out there. But with that, we'll move on to AW Dark as usual. Real quick. Oh, okay. Real quick, I did want to bring up... So I didn't watch any of Impact, but... Oh, okay. There was something really cool that happened that I did watch on it. Did you see this? I don't know. Um, So Carl and... Or Ethan Page was supposed to face Luke Gallows. Okay. Um, I didn't know that was supposed to happen. You did? I did, yeah. Yeah. I knew that was supposed to happen. But Paige attacked Gallows, and he, like, last week or something. Okay. So he's not there. So Carl Anderson comes out, and he's like, yeah, you know, Gallows isn't here, but I got someone for you to face. Okay. And fucking AJ Styles music hits, and out comes Swaggle. Oh, yeah, I did see this, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, I thought this was Swaggle. two weeks ago for some reason. No, and it was the Wii nominal one, AJ Swaggle. It was excellent. That is fantastic. Um, and Swaggle picked up the win over Ethan Page. So was it his old music? Yeah, his old TNA music. That's why I figured. On the right to that, I figured. So. That's why I asked. Right. Um, but yeah, that was the best part of Impact. Yeah, we haven't got there, but I've been watching World Tag League instead of Impact. So again, right. New Japan takes over Impact's time spot. Right. So yeah, let's move on to AEW Dark. We'll run through the matches yeah, as always. I was going to say there's a lot of them this week, so yeah. we'll go quick. Yeah. Um, Big Swole took on Viperous. Big Swole one. Yep. I do like Viperous, though. Yeah. A lot. Uh, Alex 3 Reynolds and John 4 Silver. Uh, from Dark Order took on Lee Johnson and Aaron Solo. Dark Order. Trent took on Michael Nakazawa. Trent. Red Velvet took on Tesha Price. Red Velvet. Private Party uh, versus v- VSK. Private Party. And Baron Black. And Private Party. Uh, Kylan King versus Ray Chanel. Kylan King. Sammy Guevara and Marco Stunt. Sammy Guevara. Penelope Ford and Dream Girl Ellie. Penelope Ford. Ivelisse and Diamante versus Lady Frost and Bionic Beast Jenna. Ivelisse and Diamante. Brandon Cutler versus Adam Priest. Brandon Cutler. The Gun Club, which was Billy Colton and Austin Gunn versus Caesar, Caesar Bononi, KTB, and Seth Gargas. Gun Club. Yep. Jurassic Express. Who was the third member of Gun Club? Seth Gargas. Gargas. Oh, yeah, but okay. Yeah. Uh, Jurassic Express, which is Jungle Boy 
and Luchasaurus. Right. Taking on Panda Express. <laughs> That's great, Lucha. Yeah. Uh, the Hybrid 2 took on Griff Garrison and Br- Brian Pillman Jr. Hybrid 2? Damn. The Acclaimed uh, versus Alex Chamberlain and Damian Fenrir. The Acclaimed. If you can't if you can't pronounce their name, they didn't win the match. Right. Uh, Matt Seidel versus Alan Angels. Seidel. Pretty Peter Avalon versus Fuego Del Sol. Triple P. Yeah. Got his first win. PP. Yeah. PPA. PPA. Um, yeah, got his first win. His first victory. Congratulations to Mr. Avalon. And then Dark Order of Evil Uno and Stu Grayson versus Chaos Project. Yeah, obviously. Of Lutheran Serpentico versus Joey Janela and Sunny Kiss. Dark Order and. Yeah. Yeah, Dark Order one. Yeah. And that's it. That was our main event. Well, that one on AEW Dynamite, Creeper Creeper. Yep. BJ and I watched this together again. We did. Like friends, socially distanced. Yeah. And we started off with Hangman Adam Page taking on John Silver. We did, and it was a good match. It was. And Hangman Adam Page won. The uh, the butt slap was the best part. Yes. That was excellent. Mm-hmm. Uh, Silver. Silver's awesome. Some chain wrestling, and then he goes behind and slaps Page in the butt. He's great. And he laughed, like... Paige laughed more during this match than we've seen him laugh through all of AEW programming. Probably all of it. All of it. <laughs> yeah. Like Including immediately. Right. Even though it's not AEW programming. Yeah. No, it was a good opening match though. Yeah, it was a good really way to start a show. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this was a quick one. This this two hours went fast again this yeah. week. But afterwards, uh was probably more of the real story. Uno kinda offers Yeah. Well, he called the elite a cult, which was great. Um, you know, kettle, black, you know. Um, but he offers Paige a spot mm-hmm. in the Dark Order. Yes. And I've the said non-called it before. Dark Order. If Paige joins, I'll, I'll join. Join Dark Order. Yeah. Um, join the Dark Order. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Kenny Omega's backstage. Woo! Oh, wait, that's for Cuts a pretty good promo. Yeah. Um, ends it with, oh, and by the way, my dad would beat the crap out of your dad, which was fucking fantastic. That was a great line. Yeah. It was unexpected. Yeah. Um, Darby lit a car on fire. Yes. Yeah. He hates cars. I don't know. The dude's always I think he just loves stuff. fire. I think he just likes breaking shit. That's true. Destruction, right. including his own body. Yeah. Um... Oh, so this is dope. They changed Will Hobbs' name. Yes, to Powerhouse Hobbs, which is fucking fantastic. Fucking great. I love it. Me too. And he's just a beast. You know, in a stable with Brian Cage, you wouldn't think anyone would be beefier than fucking Brian Cage. Brian Cage is more toned and defined, but Hobbs is like just a big fucking slab of meat. He is. No homo. Right. I mean, kind of a little bit, but <laughs> mostly no. Right. <laughs> like, I just want to kind of rub his muscles, but, like, no homo. I just... They're gigantic. Um, Huge. Yeah. And... Hobbs is using pretty much the uh, World's Strongest Slam mm-hmm. as his finisher. and picks up a win pretty fucking quick. Yes. Um, and then afterwards... Taz sends everybody backstage, says, cut the music. He wants to talk to management because he wants to know why. He wants them to recognize the FTW title yep. as a real title. 
Um, wants him to put that prestige on it. They shut his mic down. They shut his mic down. He gets another times. mic. They right. shut it down. Yep. Finally, Cody comes out, offers them a uh, tag team match next week. Tessa's like, no, that's not what I want. Right. Like, and starts pulling out some WWE references, you know, future endeavors and stuff like that. And Cody finally talks shit about Taz's son, who's apparently training with Cody. Yes. And not with... Not with Taz. Taz. Yeah. And Taz ends up putting the fucking Taz mission on Cody, which was fucking It was badass. great. Yeah. <coughs> and, uh... Taz don't give a fuck. Right. And his son ends up coming out, too. Mm-hmm. Which was cool. So, yeah. Yeah. Good times. Yep. Um, all right. Eddie Kingston's backstage with Marvis. That was true. And he cut another amazing promo. That's what he like, does. Saying that he was disappointed in Penta and Phoenix and more Penta, but... Right. Yeah. He already didn't trust Felix, mm-hmm. so... And then Moxley shows up and stares Eddie down like, were you the one that uh, attacked me Moxley's last like, week? you know I didn't do it. Yeah. Kingston's you like, know who did it. You know who did. And Moxley would say, you're right, walks and walks away. So, and then we got a match that was teased last week. Top Flight taking on the Hybrid too. Yeah, not as good as their match against the Young Bucks, but it was still yep. a good showing for Top Flight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and TH2 ends up actually picking up the win. I'm not surprised. I'm kind of. I mean, surprised. a little bit, but when I thought about it, they've been seeming like they're going to push TH2 since they've come back. So I'm yeah. not surprised. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then afterwards, they uh, TH2 tries to attack. Uh, top flight, but mm-hmm. Young Bucks actually come out for the save. Okay. So. They did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then backstage, uh, what's her name? Dasha? No, 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 no. Oh, no. This was just the promo. Never mind. Nyla cut a, or Vicky cut a promo about nepotism or something with Brandy Rhodes. Yes. Yes. And then FTR, uh, and Tully. Tully cut a promo. Yep. About getting the titles back, right. basically. Yeah, because it's their destiny. Obviously, yeah. manifest. And then and then we got SCU of uh, Kaz and Daniels taking on Jericho and Jake Hager of the Inner Circle. We did get that. Yep. And the Inner Circle pick up the win. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was a fine match. Yeah, and Not then much. afterwards Kaz punched MJF. Yes. And then Steel Scorpio Sky came down with a steel chair. And scared off seven guys. Right. With a, yeah. with a chair by himself. Yeah. yeah. That was a bit ridiculous, but it otherwise was. it was fine. Because Scorpio's dope. I mean, I guess I would run too. It is Scorpio Sky. It is. He's a better motherfucker than I am, yeah. so. Um, Mira and Kip Saban get attacked by the best friends backstage. Good. Yeah. Then we get our uh, contract signing between oh Kenny Omega and John Moxley. Um, yeah, no, we don't. Right. Again, we don't get it. Right. Because as Omega was making his appearance, Moxley shows up in the entryway behind him and attacks yep. him, beats the fuck out of him. Yep. Leaves him laying in the ring, signs the contract, and leaves. Yep. That's great. It was good. Uh, Inner Circle are pissed off about what happened with SEU, and Jericho ends up uh, challenging Kazarian to a match next week, one on one. That winter is coming. Yes, that should be fun. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about that later. Yep. And then we got an AEW Women's Championship match. Anna Jay taking on Hikaru Shida. 
Yeah, this was okay. Yeah. She ended up picking up the victory, though. Of course. Retaining. It was the teases in between, like, with Tay Conte being out there and um, the chair. She tries to, Anna Jai tries to give her, get the chair from her. And she wouldn't give it to her. Yep. So. And, yeah, she ends up retaining. Um, But after Yeah, that's going to come to a head soon. Right. But after the match, Abaddon... Ends up coming out as she Sheeta was leaving and freaking her the fuck out and like bleeding all mar- over the belt, right? Licking it with her bloody tongue and stuff. It was freaky. It was great though. Sheeta looked terrified too. I I looked terrified. I would be terrified, mm-hmm. but I'd let her lick me with her bloody tongue. Right. Um, Matt Hardy cuts a promo. Okay. About um, the truth. The truth. Yeah. That like. I think this was, if it wasn't for him... Um, there wouldn't be tag teams. And, and cinematic matches. And, right. Yeah, all that. Everything so, else. Yeah, him being very cocky and basically everything. I like this new Matt character. I do, too. Everything that happens right now is because of him or and or his brother. It's great. Although mostly him, because even things well, like, yeah. hey, he gets a brother for he turns right back to, you know, but mm-hmm. I inspired my brother or right. something like that. So, right. yeah. mostly um, me. Ricky Starks is with Cage and Hobbs. Yeah. Um, it's usually who he hangs out with. Yeah. And they, yeah, challenge or talk about the match with Cody next week. Mm-hmm. Because that's going to happen. It's going to be a match. Yep. Yeah. And then uh, main event. Main event! Butcher and Blade taking on Pac and Phoenix. Should not have been the main event. but No, but it was fantastic. It was good, yeah. Um, and the Butcher and the Blade pick up the win. Yes. Which I was not expecting. Me either. And I was expecting Pac and Phoenix right. to win, but here we are. Yep. Yeah. And uh, Eddie Kingston comes down, helps beat him down. Mm-hmm. And to even out the odds, who the fuck comes out? Lance goddamn Archer. Yes. And he just beats the hell out of Eddie, and Eddie and the family bail. It was fucking, yeah. I'm down to see Lance Archer beat up some motherfuckers. Me so too. Let's Always. Do it. Always. Yeah. With so. that, we'll move on to NXT, cousin, cousin. Yep. Nephew, nephew, whichever. Yeah. Uh, Kevin Owens is on commentary for the evening. Okay. Here, so. And we will start off with Ember Moon taking on Candice LeRae. This was great. Who has Indy Hartwell by her side. Yeah. And Ember comes out with Tony Storm. Yeah. Right. I don't know if she actually came out with no. But Tony was in her corner. Right. And Candice LeRae ends up picking up the win, though. Yeah. Um... No, this is... No, Candace picks up the win because Hartwell got in or, or kind of distracted her. Right. And Lorraine picks up the win, and then they attack Moon afterwards. And Tony comes, and out, Tony for comes out for the okay, save. Okay, that's how Tony gets involved. Right. And then Tony and Ember go to get back in the ring to beat him up, and mm-hmm. Tony, as Ember's sliding in, grabs her leg and pulls her back out and mm-hmm. slams her into the steps, and they beat the fuck out of her. Yeah. And Tony Storm has joined the bad guys. Right. Which is dope. I like Tony Storm as a heel already. Mm-hmm. I saw this. This was great. Yeah. It was fantastic. Tony Storm. Tony, Tony Storm. Remember that time she smiled at you? Oh, my God. Every time I remember that time. I was there. Mm-hmm. I remember that time. Um, Undisputed Era cut a promo about war games. War games. So. Yeah. And then... Um, I don't know of anything else that happened on yeah. NXT other than Tony Storm. Right. 
Candice LeRae. Um, she already won. Introduced, got introduced to the re- like officially introduced to the War Games team. Well, guys, which is going to be her, Dakota Kai, Gonzalez, and Tony Storm. So yeah, okay. And then we got Timothy Thatcher versus Kushida. Sweet. Um, Champo came. Champo. Champa came Chompo. down and sat ringside for this. Um, he got my hopes up. It was Champo, and here it was just Champa. Yeah. I've seen him before. I've never met Champo. Right. Um, Kushida ends up picking up the win, though. Got really? Him. Yeah, Thatcher tapped out to the hoverboard lock. Fair enough. So they're um, kind of like fucking with Thatcher. Yeah. I think some of it had to do with Champa. So yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, we got the Kevin Owens show. Okay. With Leon Ruff, uh, he comes down, and then Gargano comes down, and then Damian, Damian Priest, Priest comes, comes down. down. <laughs> and then I didn't see this. I just knew that's what happened. Right. That's how wrestling works. Right. And then Kevin Owens was like, back, you know, back in the day on SmackDown, <laughs> we used to have this cool like authority figure that would come down and he would make this a triple threat right now for the title and uh if only we had someone like that in an NXT Regal's music hits <laughs> and That's really good. uh he I'm says yeah he says uh triple threat match for the North American Championship at uh War Games and then he starts to walk away and then turns around and says playa <laughs> And then smirks and finally walks away. <laughs> Regal's the fucking best. Right. Fucking love Regal. Me too. I always have, ever since his WCW mm-hmm. days, like back in like the mid-90s. Yeah. Uh, Jake Atlas took on Cameron Grimes. Mm-hmm. And Cameron Grimes picked up a pretty quick win. And then Loomis showed up and Grimes ran away. Okay. So That's not surprising. But they're going to have a strap match next week. So... Oh, okay. Yeah. At War Games or on NXT? Uh, or, oh, next time they meet. Okay. No. Uh, it, so probably War, War Games, Games. Yeah. Because that's just next weekend. Right. Strap match at War Games. Yeah. Uh, Rhea Ripley comes out and cuts a promo. Yeah. And then that whole uh, War Games War female Games. team came down and beat up Ripley. Okay. Yeah. Fuck her. No, they just beat her up. Oh. Well. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, Ever Rise took on... Uh, oh, they were supposed to p- face someone. And then the Grizzled Young Vets were back. Oh, nice. beat them down. I've seen so, those guys for a while. Right. Welcome back. So... Um, Then some stuff happens more with the women's stuff. I don't know. Me neither. There's a car or something. And then, alright. That parking lot's like the most unsafe place ever. And then we got our main event. Main event! To see who gets advantage in the War Games match. Okay. We're going to have a ladder match. Cool. Between Pete Dunne and Kyle O'Reilly. Okay. And uh, Pete Dunn ends up picking up the win. I saw that. I saw him holding the briefcase. Yeah. So, so. they'll have the advantage. Yep. At War Games. At War Games. War Games. Yep, and that was NXT. And with that, we'll move NXT. on to SmackDown Live, sister, sister. Sister, sister. 
Um, I've seen a little bit of what happened on SmackDown last night, crazily too. enough. Yeah. Um, there was some stuff between... Uh, let's see. Hold on. Yeah, okay. You got to do Oh, that. yeah. There was um, Roman's... Did you forget your... Yes. Um... So, this is fucking stupid. <laughs> Welcome to WWE, BJ. No, it, this was fine. Uh, the, whatever website I was using, just, it just made, I don't know. Fuck that website. Anyway, Roman and Jey Uso come down, and Jay or, and Roman, like, talk some shit to, about Jay again, and says, it was actually really good. Did you, which... Which, what other stuff did you see? Kevin Jesus Owens. Oh, no, right. I saw the Kevin Owens, Jey Uso stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. He bas- Roman basically says, he's like, you know, you're making it so they don't respect us. And, you know. Because they, they lost? It, yeah. Yeah. Even though it was like four on one. Right. But it was his team. And. He oh, he was the captain the of it? Okay, yeah. I gotcha. He was supposed to be the head of the team, and that's why he can't yeah. be... How can he be the head of the family right. if he can't even lead the team? Right. Yeah, I get it. And he's like, if they don't look at you with respect and they're we're family, they're not going to look at me with respect. So, right. Yeah. Right, um, it's like your subordinates are an extension of you. Their yeah. performance is an extension of your performance. Or right. should be. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... I get it. Roman leaves... And then Jay's just kind of sitting there, and he starts to leave, and Otis's music hits because he has a match next Ooh, with King yeah. Corbin. But Uso gives Otis this weird glare, <clears throat> and um, uh, weird like you smell funny, weird or weird like I'm gonna fuck you up, weird? like I'm gonna fuck you up, and he ends up going and grabbing a chair, and fucking him up, and fucking him up, fuck your match, Otis, chair. yeah. Does Corbin even come to the ring? Probably not. He's just like, yeah, fuck it, I win. Right. I'll just hang out back here. That's what happened. And then uh, the Street Profits took on Dolph Ziggler and Bobby Roode for some reason. And Bobby Roode picks up the win. Of course he does. Why the fuck would your tag team champions win a match? With a roll-up. Because that's the only way to they can book championship matches anymore. Is that especially the in the tag division. Right. Makes no sense. <coughs> but then they win the defense. Yeah. Yeah, I don't um, know. Daniel Bryan cuts a promo because he wants to face Sami Zayn for the IC title. Ooh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I can get behind that feud. Yeah. It'd be a fun match again. I think we've seen it before. Right. That's a pay-per-view um, quality match for sure. Yeah. Uh, Rey Mysterio. Oh, it's going to be tonight. And it was a pay-per-view quality match from what I heard. Fair enough. So, um... The whole Mysterio crew's backstage with, like, Murphy and Dominic and Aaliyah. Yeah. All that. And uh, saying that they're thankful for being done with Rollins, that they're thankful Murphy's part of their family now. And then King Corbin walks in and starts making fun of them. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. I'm assuming what I saw was the main event, so... Yeah, and then we got Sami Zayn versus Daniel Bryan. Yes, Sami Zayn wins, retains. Retains. Uh, actually, it was pretty good. Um, so, Sami Zayn, like, was kind of getting beat by Bryan 
So he goes and he just runs backstage, but he actually like ran around uh-huh. and Daniel Bryan chased after him. And Sammy came around and got back in the ring at like an eight count. And Daniel Bryan got counted out. Got counted out and never came back. Um, but it wasn't that he just did that. You cut to the backstage. Jay Uso's beating the fuck out of Daniel Bryan. Nice. And Kevin Owens shows up um, to pull Jay Uso off. And they talk some shit to each other. So that was great. <clears throat> yep. Yeah. I like how they're finally, like they're starting to interweave stories. Like they used now. to do. They used they're to like, do that back in the day. They used to interweave stories together. In fact, the best part of the storytelling since we right? got back into wrestling is when they were intertwining stories together. Yeah, that is the best. Um, you need like yeah. you need five guys at that top level at all time. Yeah, but those five guys have to rotate to keep fresh. Yeah. Um. I don't so, mean rotate every couple of weeks. Right. I mean, like, a varying... They need to be on for varying amounts of times. Right. Like, maybe you put Sheamus in that top five for, like, three months. Right. But then you leave Drew McIntyre in it for, obviously, a year because Drew McIntyre deserves to be in that top picture all year. Right. Um, and then backstage, Uso and Reigns are talking, and Uso's like, I got this. And Reigns doesn't look that impressed with him. So, but Owens barges in and he's like, I'm tired of, you know, your family issues affecting this whole fucking show. Yeah. Uh, and the Orns, or, or Owens leaves and Reigns tells Uso, he's like, look at that. Owens doesn't fear me. You need to fix that. And which is just, it's fucking great. Right. Like this storyline in particular. Yes. They're doing a good job with it. Yeah. The only thing Raw really seems to have going is the theme. Right. They've got this with a couple different characters involved, because now Owens is tied up into this shit. Right. Right. Uh, Bianca Belair took on Natalia next, with Bailey on commentary. Please tell me Bianca won. Yeah, Bianca won. It was only a roll-up, though. But Bailey tried to interfere. A win's a win, man. Yeah. Um, so it does look like we're going towards Bianca versus Bailey, which is excellent. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and then we got Murphy versus King Corbin. Okay. Uh, Murphy ends up picking up the win. Because, yeah, King Corbin was supposed to wrestle earlier and didn't get right. to, so they gave him another match. Good. Right. Good for him. Yep. He doesn't deserve it, but whatever. Yeah. I still don't give two shits about King Corbin. Right. I never have and I never will. Yeah. Basically, Corbin... That's um, not true. I might. Murphy pinned Corbin, and he Corbin got the foot on the rope. Okay. But Dominic pushed his foot off the rope. And the ref, and the ref never saw it. Right. So Murphy picks up the win. Good deal. And Corbin wants a rematch next week. Do you blame him? You and would he'll be too. prepared for it. because You he, would want a rematch, too. Yeah, because he was supposed to face Otis this week. So. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, right? He's um, got a valid point there. Yeah. And then Biggie. And Apollo Crews are backstage playing basketball. Okay. And Zane walks in, and uh, he was bragging about being Brian. And Biggie's like, "Yeah, I, you know, I've been beating people too, and you know, I actually pin them when I beat them." Oh. And and Zane's like, "Yeah, you only have to keep people down for three seconds. I keep them out for ten. <laughs> and 
And Biggie's like, all right, yeah, yeah, you're right. And he goes to shake his hand, and he just squeezes it. I saw that. And counts counts to to ten. Very slowly. I saw that part of the promo. Yeah. Yeah. It was... Was really that good. was good. So we're leading yeah. into Big E versus Sami Zayn. So. We're running. We're working into Big E getting his first titles push of this right. run. He's going to take that Intercontinental Championship. Oh, for sure. I'm wanting and willing it right now. Yeah. Yeah. All day, every day. Right? So. Uh, Carmella cuts a promo about Sasha. And Sasha shows up. And then they fight. Are we? And then they get it gets broken up. The only thing I know about this yeah. is that apparently Carmella has new music. It doesn't spell fabulous anymore. It's bullshit. Um, and then Kevin Owens took on Jey Uso okay. in our main event. Main event! Yeah, I saw the whole end and out outcome like aftermath of this. Yeah. This was good. Um, the ending of this was right. really good. Yeah, Owens goes for the stunner, but uh, Uso grabs a chair, hits Owens with it, gets the disqualification. Yep. Um, and then they keep, or and then he keeps beating Owens with the chair afterwards. Uh, and Reigns show, or and Reigns was watching from backstage. He gets to watch TV normally too. Yeah, Did you know, Paul that? Heyman was at a weird angle, but right. Roman got to just look at the TV. Yeah, so that was pretty cool. Yeah, and then that Owens was- is just fucking going to town on Uso with the chair, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Come on, Roman, you want some of me? I'm right here. Come and find me." Yeah, that's pretty good. And then he uh, he stuns Uso one last time, and then he sat at the head of the commentary desk and says he'll be waiting, which was really I'm excited for this. I mean, Kevin Owens is one of my favorite performers in all of the WWE. Right. And it's finally cool to see them using him again. Yep. So, yeah. Was that SmackDown? That was SmackDown. That was the main event. Main event. We said it. All right. With that, we move on to New Japan Pro Wrestling. All right. So here's what I'm going to do. Okay. We are five days into the best of the Super Juniors mm-hmm. and six days in the World yeah, Tag League. Not I'm not going those. through every fucking match. As much no. as I would like to, That's, that's you guys don't yeah. want that. No. So I'm just going to give you an update on, first, the contenders, because we mentioned that they were happening last week, but we mm-hmm. didn't even bother to talk about who was in the tournament. It was me. It was you. So we're going to do that, and then we're going to talk about um, current point standings, current standings, and then we'll talk just a real quick wants and wills. Okay. So we'll just knock out one wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. I guess let's start with the best of the Super Juniors. Okay. I've only watched the first two days of the best of the Super Juniors so far. Okay. The World Tag League's been more entertaining, and it's a lot of wrestling to watch. Yeah. So competitors, and we'll just do it this way. With a record of 0-5 and five at 0 points, and, mm-hmm. uh, and eliminated officially from okay. the tournament, are uh, Doki and Yurimura. Okay. So they're both out. Oh, um, at a record of 2-3 and three with 4 points apiece, we have Taguchi and Robbie Eagles. Mm-hmm. They're still technically not eliminated, so they could win still. At 6 points, with a record of 3-2, and two, we have Bushi... El Desperado and Show. And tied for the lead at 4 and 1 with 8 points apiece, we have Ishimori, mm-hmm. who is the current Super Junior or Junior uh, Heavyweight Champion. Yeah. Uh, Hiromo Takahashi and Master Wado. Nice. Um, so, what do you think, can BJ Wanson Wills who you, for the Super Juniors? What do you think? Man. 
I... It's not going to be Ishimori, in my opinion, because he's no. the champion. I think Takahashi is going to I win I either it. want Takahashi or Wado. I was going to say, from watching this, I really want Wado. He's really stood out in this tournament. Yeah. I'm, I'm really becoming a fan of Master Wado. And just the whole thing with, with the new uh, Jeff Cobb and, you yeah. know what I mean, all that shit like going on, it makes the most sense. So, yeah, like, yeah, I think... I'm going to go want and will, Wado. I'm going want. I think Takahashi's going to. But I'm going to go with want to, Wado for the will. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then over in the World Tag League. Yep. Um, eliminated. There's one team so far, which is the team of Hanare and Hiroshi Tanahashi. That stupid, sexy motherfucker. Um, like... One and five record, two points. So, they're out. Everybody else is still in contention. At four points with a record of two and four, we have the team of Bad Luck Fale and Chase Owens representing the Bullet Club. <clears throat> um, tied at six points, we have the teams of, there's quite a few here, uh, Evil and Takahashi, okay. that being Yojiro Takahashi, is obviously Hiromo's in the Super Junior Tournament. Right. Uh, Great Okan and Jeff Cobb, uh, Hiroki Goto and Yoshihashi, uh, Juice Robinson and David Finley. And the G.O.D., Tama Tonga, and Tama Tonga Loa. Okay. Six points apiece. And then tied for the lead, four and two, eight points apiece. We have the teams of Sonata and Shingo Takaji, uh, Tai Chi and Sack Zaber Jr. And, uh, oh, and they're your tag champions, by the way, Tai Chi and Zack Saber Jr. And the team I'm personally cheering for, my want of the tournament, Tomohiro Ishii and Toriano. They're tied eight, eight, eight points for the lead at four and two, yeah. man. That's who I want to win. That's who I want. Uh, Will, I actually think the story of this is the tag team champions are going to. Yeah. And then they're going to choose to face nobody. And then they're going to actually still have to face somebody yeah, face at Wrestle somebody. Kingdom. Right. Nice. But I think that's the story they're trying to tell here. Okay. So I think that's what's going to happen with Tai Chi and, yeah. and Zack Sabre Jr. Like, Because yeah. if they win, they pick their opponents for Wrestle Kingdom. Right, right. I'm going to go my boy and Will is that, because I want Zack Sabre Jr. I love Zack Sabre Jr. Me too, but Yano is one of my favorites. Yeah. So. so, yeah, and that's where we stand. It's a 10-day tournament, so we've got five days left for Super Juniors and four nice. days left for the Tag League. Uh, the last day of both tournaments is going to be like the same as the first day of both tournaments. are going to happen at the same time, and then you're just going to switch back and forth. Mm-hmm. Uh, between a tag match and a singles match with all the sub-teams, I guess. And then the finals, mm-hmm. of course, will be the final main two uh, matches on the card. Nice. So with that, we'll move on to number 24. Goddamn. Uh, John Moxley or yeah. Dean Ambrose for you WWE fans out yep. there. I believe your match was first, BJ. Mine was 2016. Yours was first. first. Oh, I had that. Remember, because yours was from, from right before, before Mania, and yours is right after. Yep. I watched the, the current Dean Ambrose, then Dean Ambrose, take on the WWE champion, Triple H, with the winner going on to face mm-hmm. Roman Reigns, the winner of the Royal Rumble, at the uh, WrestleMania. So this is for you buds out there that may or may not remember was the... WrestleMania, where The Rock got booed because he came out with... or the I mean, Royal Rumble, where The Rock got booed because yeah. he came out after Roman Reigns got booed for winning. Yep. So Tried to save it. Didn't couldn't. work. Um, Triple H retained. This was a great fucking match, man. I remember. This yeah. was a really good match. Like, 
Triple H did so much to put Ambrose over in this match while mm-hmm. still winning. Like, he took everything from Ambrose and took it well. Great match. Um, the announcers are garbage, dude. Like, now that I've been so, like, privileged to listen to Japanese wrestlers who know how to get loud and be, you know, without sounding like they're just yelling in my in my face, just screaming in my face like Michael Cole. Like, it's so, mm-hmm. like, I can't stand WWE's announcing. Yeah. But other than that, like, everything here was fantastic. Um... John Moxley most definitely deserves to be high on this list. Mm-hmm. Uh, very high on this list. The, you know, the decade before the, the, the odds here, the odds decade was kind of his, his start. And he made his real rise in the 2010s and went from basically nothing to WWE champion, AEW champion, both mm-hmm. in the same decade. Mm-hmm. He was a guy that, even though he was used poorly in the WWE, was still one of the better used guys. Um, he felt more protected a lot of the other talents. Like, him and The Shield always feel strong. Like, those three mm-hmm. guys have always felt legitimately top-tier wrestlers. And John Moxley's went out and proved it in both New Japan and AEW that he belongs up there, and it's not just because WWE booked him up there, as I actually started to suspect for a little while from all three of the Shield guys, um, and all three have proven me wrong since then. So, good to see that. Um, where's he going to go exactly? I mean, he's not Chris Jericho. I'm sorry, but he's not. But... For the decade, he might have had a better decade than Chris Jericho, just because he was in it more. So, like, it's hard not to say he's number one at this point, to be honest. Mm-hmm. You can make an argument for Jericho. You can make an argument for Aldis, Omega. Mm-hmm. I don't. I can't make an argument for Mundo. I could for Lesnar. But that's about it for both of our lists. I don't know what you think, BJ. Um, so, I'll just start off. Yeah, he's, in my opinion, he, for this decade, out of these people here, yes, he is number one. Out of everybody we've talked about. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Uh, like, I mean, that's that's my opinion on it. I watched him face uh, AJ Styles uh, for the WWE Champion. He was the WWE Champion at the time. Mm-hmm. Fake taking on, yeah, AJ Styles at Backlash 2016. Um, this was right after the brand split. Right. With Smack, um, and AJ's, the beginning of AJ being the face that runs the place. So, like, Moxley, yeah, was the champion, number, what, number one draft pick, whatever. Right. All that shit. Um, and in his first defense, AJ knocks him off. Yep. Um, so, uh, but yeah, I, like, everything you said, I mean, the shield was one of the most, influential factions in this decade. Oh, yeah. Period. Not um, one of my favorites, Them in the too. Bullet Club. Like, Bullet Club's the one I think you can make a bigger argument for. Right. But, like, yeah, Moxley... I mean, he... Yeah, he's John Moxley. And look at what he's done unleashed. Yeah. And that did Like I said, he's proved in both New Japan and AEW that he's not yeah. a fluke. Right. He deserved to be the wrestler of the year. As far as you look at the whole package of wrestler goes, John Moxley was the man this last year. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, Wrestling Observer put him. That's what I'm saying, right? 
So, and there's a reason. And so did PWI. But I mean, I mean, 2020 is not even supposed to be included in this, and, it, and still, in my opinion. And, like, the reason goes to go above Jericho is because Jericho, towards the beginning of the decade, did take some a lot of time off, too. And Moxley was there. Yep. He was doing the grind. You know, so. Early in the decade. Yep. Yeah. Won the WWE Championship how many times? Right. You know, mm-hmm. so, Yeah. I agree. All right. All right. With that, we'll move on to news and rumors. News and news or rumors. We need a song for that one. Do, do, do. Do, 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 do. News and rumors for me and for you, Murs. That's all I got. That was, uh... Not very good? No. Yeah, it's pretty awful. MJF and Ricky Starks have apparently agreed to do a podcast reviewing other wrestling podcasts. Nice. I would totally listen to that if it becomes a real thing. Yeah. How do we get our podcast one of the ones... Oh, I would love to listen to them rip on us. That would be fucking amazing. Yeah. They would destroy us. Yeah. It would be great. It's fine. So yeah, it was just a back and forth on Twitter, but... We could listen to it when we need a good cry. It would make me laugh. I wouldn't give a fuck. No, I know. Um, (laughs) Depends how bad they get. We didn't get to talk about this last week because it didn't happen until after, but you and I talked about it. Xavier Woods is officially joining mm-hmm. G4. Yeah. Which is the gaming channel thing. Right. And he's super stoked about it. Yeah. As well he should be. As well as everyone else should be. Yeah. And he got to take his picture with that really hot chick. Mm-hmm. Can't remember her name. Olivia Munn. Is that it? I think so. Yeah. Uh, in case you buds remember, this thing happened back in April called COVID-19. You might have heard of it. And, uh, during the beginning of it, WWE made some cutbacks and had to let some people go. And, you know, they've slowly rehired a few of those people. And another one's on that list this week is Shane Helm returns to the, Shane Helms returns to the WWE. He was apparently backstage at Survivor Series, um, working as a producer at Monday Night Raw as well this past week. So I thought that was pretty good news that he's back to being employed again. Yeah. So good for him. Um, we talked about him being on the show, but it was made you know of... You know what? I no. bet you it's because they... Saw him on AEW. Uh-huh. It doesn't surprise me at all if that's why he's back. Yeah. King Girl's going to come back with Edge and Christian in a couple weeks too. <laughs> uh, oh, I'd be a, that would blow me away. I'd be so fucking happy if King Girl came back. Right. Like... Just seeing him on AWTV was enough that mm-hmm. one time, but if he came back as like a character on WWE with the brood music and the red light uh, and spitting the blood and shit, yeah. it'd be amazing. Just to take on The Fiend for the hell of it. Just for one match to lose to. Uh-huh. Triple threat against him, The Fiend, and the pirate Paul Birchall, Mitchell, whatever the fuck his name was. Birchall. Birchall. Yeah. Um, we talked about him being on the show this week, but it uh, was also made official since our last recording. That top flight or all elite. It should be Wild Boar Mike Hitchman. It should be Wild Boar Mike Hitchman. Then we can go full circle. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, top flight or all elite? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, AW Dynamite made the top 10 in Brazil, which is like okay. a big fucking deal in Brazil. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, there you go. I thought that was cool. Cool. They're breaking international boundaries now. Uh, Dave Meltzer is adding the Shad Gaspard Award to mm-hmm. the Wrestling Observer Year of End Awards, um, and it's going to be awarded for outside the ring contributions for the betterment of society. Nice. So I thought that is fantastic. That even if the WWE won't do it, he's going to step up here right. and uh, give us what they were asking for, which is you know a Shad Gaspard Award. 
I think he deserves it. I think they deserve to name an award after him. Well, yeah. We talked about that last week, though, didn't we? It's Yeah, because JTG said WWE should change the Warrior Award. Yes. Because that's what it's supposed to be for. Right, and then like two days later, Dave Meltzer jumps on the bandwagon. And... Um, per the Observer, backstage this week at SmackDown was messier than normal. Uh, mostly because the show was being worked on pretty much as they were getting ready to go on air. They were still writing and giving people scripts and shit. Mm-hmm. And this has become more and more regular occurrence as of late. Uh, Observer Newsletter also reports that Roman Reigns versus Daniel Bryan's is planned, but they're probably going to hold off until about the Royal Rumble and book something else to get us through TLC and then set that up for the Royal Rumble for us. Mm, yes. um, and it's actually been discussed that Bryan could be in the main event of TLC and that's what could propel him up to the title pitcher against Roman. Um, but that's not official yet, and the way WWE changes their mind, obviously all this shit could have already changed between the time Meltzer said this and now. Right. Um, apparently there was an idea for a new character on the Firefly Funhouse to be introduced named Wobbly Walrus. Okay. Uh, it was dropped and added well, Friendship Frog instead, and apparently the reason for the last-minute change and the quick death of this was because Wally, Wobbly Walrus was going to be a Paul Heyman spoof, but they didn't go through with the idea because they backed off of the Roman Reigns theme thing that they teased uh, three months ago or whenever now. Okay. So they never did it. Okay. And as of now, there are no plans for John Moxley to go to the Tokyo Dome for uh, Wrestle Kingdom. Well, yeah, it's yeah. I mean, it's too risky at this point. You could hope. I mean, he's going to quarantine when he gets there before he wrestles. Right. So, granted, he That's has to dope. give up weeks of his life. Right. It would be dope for fans, but would I do it? Fuck no. Right. There ain't no way in hell I would do that. So I can't blame him for it. <laughs> nope. What do you got for us, BJ? That was my last news right. this week. So, okay, well, we're going to start off with something fun. Yay. Um, and I just thought of this, so we're going to go through it. Okay. Um, so, you know, every year TNT does the 24 hours of uh, a, Christmas a Christmas story, yeah. right? So this year part of it, they're going to do a table read yes. with AEW uh, people. Correct. I saw Which this. is pretty dope. I thought so. Yeah. So I might actually check it out. The three people that are casted okay. are um, number one, the mom and dad, old man Parker and mother Parker. They're going to be Cody, Cody and, and Brandy, Brandy right. and then Jr. is going to be the narrator. Yes, which is pretty dope. Correct. So we're going to go through, and this is who you get to choose from. I don't. I'm guessing this is because they did like a vote. Okay. But um, as Ralphie, okay, the main kid, right. MJF or Sammy Guevara. Oh, both would be good. Right. Sammy Guevara. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what I picked him. Um, let's see. So, oh, Randy, the little brother. Okay. Scorpio Sky or Mark Quinn. Ooh. Scorpio. Yeah. Um, the teacher. Okay. Miss Shields. Uh-huh. Britt Baker or Big Swole? Britt Baker. Of course. I never want to see Big Swole ever. Correct. Of course. No, correct is right. You were you were correct by saying correct to that. That is the correct response is we never want to see Big Swole. Yeah. Right. Um, 
Okay. Schwartz. The one little kid. Yeah. Is that Eddie Kingston or... Eddie Kingston. Chris Jericho, yeah. Um, Alright, the kid that triple dared, dog dares Ralphie to stick his tongue to the pole. To the pole, yeah. Yeah. Ortiz or Matt Hardy? Oh, fuck, that's a good one. Yeah. Both of those would be good. Right. I'm going to go with Hardy, though. No, I'm going to go with Ortiz. I was going to say, I would go with Ortiz. I'm going to go with Ortiz. Mm Mm-hmm. All right. Um, oh, the truck driver guy, the freight driver. Guy. Okay. Uh, Brian Cage or Luchasaurus? Brian Cage. Okay. I want to hear him say more than "Oh yeah" or "You know it" or whatever the fuck his line was. Right. And then, uh-huh. uh huh. Dill, the girl. Okay. That's in it. Nyla yeah. or Allie? Allie. Yeah. For sure. All right. And then Santa. Uh, Lance Archer or The Butcher? Lance Archer. No, The Butcher. Fuck yeah. Yeah. And then... What MJF is Santa? Uh, the Bully Farkas. MJF. Ricky Starks or Miro? Ricky Starks. Yeah. And the announcer. Tony Schiavone or Taz? Taz. Yep. All right. Yeah. But that's what it's going to be. Um, it's between those characters. I don't know who won. Gotcha. But we'll find out. It's a fan. Uh, it was a fan vote. Christmas Eve. Yeah, they did a Twitter vote. Neat. Um, That's pretty so, cool. Yeah. Uh, what else do I have? I don't know. You haven't told me yet. Uh, Kofi Kingston is now amazing. Number five all time for most um, time as champion. Oh, nice. Because of his tag teams now. Yeah. yeah. So, one is Moolah, two is San Martino, right. three is Hogan, four is Backlund, five is Kofi Kingston. Holy shit. Six is John Cena. Do you happen to know the rest of the top ten by chance? Uh, John Cena is six, Triple H is seven, Miz is eight, Pedro Morales is nine, Bret Hart is ten. Nice. I assume so, Miz is because Intercontinental runs. And this is 1,935 days as champion. That's insane. He has had 21 title reigns and 75 defenses. Tell me he's not one of the greatest ever. Right. And he could easily pass Bob Backlund and Hulk Hogan. Nobody's passing Bruno or Moolah at this no. point. Because Moolah's not a, attainable. No. Moolah's 10,000. Right. Hers is 11,000 days. Bruno's is over 4,000 days. Right. At least Bruno's is real. Right. And then Hogan's at 2,200. And then Backlund's at 2,138. You know what's crazier than all that? So he has 200 more days and he'll be... It's like almost all of Hogan's is the the main belt. Yeah. Yeah. And in three runs. And in three fucking runs. Well, so was San Martino's. Hogan's was... Yeah. His total was seven reigns. And 191 defenses. Because he had some Bob Backlund was three reigns with 663 defenses. And one of those reigns was like a day because he lost it on a house show to fucking Diesel. Right. Right after he won it from Bret Hart. Right. Right. That's ridiculous. And Kofi's done it in less reigns than John Cena. John Cena's done 25 reigns. Nice. But he had eight more defenses. Fair enough. Um, There's still time for Kofi. All right, what else you got for us, BJ? That was cool. WWE filed for a uh, trademark for Skull King. Okay. S-K-U-L-L-K-I-N-G. Skull King. Okay. I don't know. Me either. Um, 
Chris Jericho opened up his own new apparel line called Painmaker Apparel. Okay. Um, shirts and shit. I don't know. Uh, let's see. Oh, um, biggest, in my opinion, some of the biggest news of the week, NWA will be returning uh, next Tuesday to YouTube mm-hmm. with its new show, Shockwave. At 6 o'clock again, so that'll be dope. Yeah. Um, it's not the show we were hoping for, but what are you going to do? I don't know what it's going to be. It should be something, though. It should be something. You're right. Mm-hmm. Um, Tony Giovanni, he had some pretty dope pants on this week, and we were calling them like salmon. And um, so he said, just for the record, the pants were wild geranium. Okay. I mean, damn, know your colors. And then uh, Eddie Kingston just was like, I really, really don't like you. <laughs> not hate, because I have to care more about you to hate. But I do not like you. That's great. Uh-huh. Um, there's going to be a WWE 24 on Keith Lee. Okay. Yep. And uh, last thing I have is... Um, they were supposed to do for Dark Side of the Ring. They were going to do a two-hour episode on China. Okay. And apparently, that's been nixed because there's already somebody doing a documentary on China, and they pretty much have all the rights right now. Gotcha. To most things. Gotcha. So, yeah. Okay. And that's all I have. That's all you have. Yep. Uh, with that, we move on to trivia. Trivia. Yeah. Okay. For today's trivia, BJ, we're going to talk about the WWE Championship. Okay. And specifically about times the belt has changed hands. So let's start off with the first WWE Champion. Who Uh was he and where did he win the belt? First Champion? Yep. Was, wasn't it Bruno? No. No. Why can't I ever remember this? I can't remember. Because we weren't watching, because we weren't alive. I know. First WWE Champion officially is... Buddy Rogers. Buddy Rogers. Okay. And where did he win the belt? Probably you know? fucking Venezuela or something. It was in the United States. Oh, okay. Uh, DC. It was DC. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Venezuela, though, no. No. The belt's never changed hands in Venezuela. It's yeah. changed hands in four countries. Yeah. 153 times total. Yeah. 143 of those yeah. are in the United States. Do you know the other three countries and how many times in each of those countries the belt changed hands? Canada? Yes. Seven. Correct. England, three? You're looking at the same thing, aren't you? I did. I saw it, <laughs> I saw it earlier. Fair enough. Uh, it was England was two or three? So England was one. Oh, England was one. Yeah, it was only one. Japan was England twice, Japan which was I don't twice. really remember. Yeah. Most of the Canada ones I do. Yeah. And then, so there was some mistakes on this, so even if you're looking well, at the Well, did they top, count the Anaki Hogan one? I'm assuming those were the two in Japan that they're counting. Yeah. yeah. I'm assuming. Like the, yeah. Um, so there was one mistake that you might not have caught. So the, uh, title has changed place in 30 of the 50 states in the United States. Do you know the ones that hasn't changed place in? Oh, Jesus. That's 20 of them. Um, it was most of the Midwest, like Oklahoma. Yeah. Kansas. Uh That whole. Iowa. I was not on the list. So for all that over there, everything attached to that, basically, it's Mississippi, Arkansas, Oklahoma, Kansas, Nebraska, South Dakota, North Dakota, Montana, Wyoming, Idaho, Oregon, Utah, New Mexico, 
And then, what, Alaska and Hawaii, Maine, Vermont, and New Hampshire, uh, West Virginia, South Carolina, Delaware. Hmm. Never changed titles. Do you know the states changed the most in? State has changed the most. Yeah, in? the most title uh, changes. New York. It is New York. Although yeah. by the time this is all said and done, Florida could be there. Florida's only behind it by oh yeah ten or so now. Um, That's true. do you know the last state, like new state, it changed in like one that Ooh. hadn't been done before? I know the last two actually. The last two states that were never done before that last one, and um, I knew who won the last one as well. Was one Tennessee? No. Or Virginia? No. Virginia, yeah. Okay. The most Virginia. recent was Virginia. Do you uh, know who yeah. won the title in Virginia? That was... Was it AJ? It was yeah. the phenomenal one. And then do you know... I don't know who won, but you know was the state the, before like, that? House show or something like that. Yeah. What? Uh, do you know the, the state, state before, before that? that? Um, I don't know. It was Georgia. Georgia. Atlanta. Oh, which is fucking surprising. 2015. Yeah. As well. Well, you got to think, though, Atlanta was always a hotbed for WCW. Right, but it's still, like, still surprising. I agree. It is. And with that, we'll move on to Winter is Coming Wants and Wills, just because yeah. they've announced a pretty solid card for Dynamite yeah. this week, and it's a little special and episode we'll for them. about some of it anyway, so yeah. Why not? Um, all right, so we have, first, mm-hmm. uh, Britt Baker taking on Layla Hirsch. Britt Baker. Yeah. One and Will. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, Chris Jericho taking on Frankie Kazarian. Jericho, one and Will. Correct. Yeah. Um, all right. <coughs> the Diamond Ring Battle Royal. Um, so far, we have announced MJF, Wardlow, Hangman, Guevara, Silver, Reynolds, Cassidy, Quinn, Hardy, Seidel, Sky, Spears, Orange Cassidy, Kip Sabian, and Miro. So I'm assuming it's for the same ring. I don't so, know if I don't know if they buy if it's a new ring or, or if, if they if it's ring. MJF's ring. That's what I I think it's MJF's ring. Yeah, that's I what know. I think. But I'm still one Will MJF. Okay. I'm gonna want and Will Hangman. Okay. And like, the Dark Order is gonna help him win. Like it's gonna oh, come down like to that. it's fun. gonna come down to him and. Silver I'd be or down something. For that. That would Silver be a good eliminates yeah. himself or something. Right. Like, and then they're like, see, we can help you win. Like, just join us. Join us. Right. That's what I, I want that story to That's happen. what I want. So, yeah. 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 That's, All right. And I think that might be worth it. I'm going. down. That's cool. Yeah. That's a good time. Um, what else is on this card? Uh, uh, just the championship match. I thought there was something else announced. Okay. Main event. John Moxley defends against. Oh, wait. It's the uh, Team Taz, so Powerhouse Hobbs and Ricky Starks versus Darby Allen and right. Cody Rhodes. Yeah, that's it. I think faces are going to win. I want Team Taz, but I think the faces will. I'm going to want and will the, the heels. Okay. I think... I want yeah, the heels. I think... I think they have to. That's Cody, I want The heels never have I to want, win when Cody's Well, involved. that's true. But I would like to see Powerhouse Hobbs pin Cody. Oh, that'd be amazing. Right. I want that. I think Darby will probably get pinned by Ricky, which will set up that title match, right? And then the main event. Main event, yeah. John Moxley versus Kenny Omega. 
for the AEW World Heavyweight Champion. Omega, so, want and will. Yes, yeah. correct. It's time. It is correct. It's been a little over a year. Uh, I was ready for Moxley's run to be over a couple months ago. So. Right. Well, I'm saying it's more... But this is the right time. Yeah. This is who it's you the right time for. to have their first title change on TV, too. Yeah. Like... And then they can't do it again for a couple years. Right. So... And this is this is when you do it. I agree. So, yeah. but then also, you know, Omega, because that play. Oh my God! If Hangman gets the thing, and Omega and, and wins. Omega wins, he's you know he has this happy moment, but then Omega still overshadows, overshadows him, him by winning the fucking world title at this. Yeah, yeah. See, he finally God. like goes backstage to celebrate with him on BT. Right. Like guys, look what I did! And then Omega's back with the thing, and he's just yeah. like, oh, right. I'm still a piece of shit. Exactly. Right. Fuck hang All I got is this ring and he's got that big old belt. I want that big old belt too, so I right. understand. Right. And speaking of big. Oh my god. Number 23. Mm-hmm. That fat motherfucker. Adam Cole, baby. <laughs> fat dead fucking. Or for you NXT fans out there, just Adam Cole, baby. Yeah. Uh, you get to go first, BJ. I went first last time. Okay. I watched Adam Cole, baby. Baby. Versus AJ Styles. <laughs> This time in Ring of Honor for the Ring of Honor World Heavyweight Championship. Okay. This was fucking Jesus. I bet it was. This was fucking great. Ring of Honor Um, had some good wrestling. Adam Cole came in as the champion. Uh, AJ Styles left as the champion. So I did watch AJ Styles win two championships this weekend. Nice. Um, And, yeah, this was fantastic match. They went about a half hour. Um... Back and forth. Just, yeah, fantastic. Um, I don't know, man. But... Oh, and he won with... Uh, it was The ending was kind of lame. I'll be honest. It okay. was not a finisher. It was like an avalanche fucking bulldog. I oh. Think. But, like... Yeah. One with that? That yeah. is a little off-putting. Yeah. Especially for those two guys. Right. Like, where's a Styles Clash or a Phenomenal Forearm or a fucking... Something. Gosh, Pile Driver. Right. Yeah. Bubble Bomb. Nope. Avalanche Bulldog. Where's he going on the list? uh, It's so hard. Because... Is he one or two? That's the question. Right. Because I I think, unless I'm way off base here, that's the question in my mind. That is the question. (laughs) Like, are they in the right order or are they in the wrong order? Because, yeah, Adam Cole, I mean, his... Time at the top in New Japan and the Bullet Club and his time in Ring of Honor and then NXT and just ruling down there the past three years. Like, I don't know, man. My thing. Flip a coin. Like, I think, uh, I think I give the edge to Moxley. Yeah. Slightly. Just a little bit. Um,. But it is really hard, and it is almost a flipping mm-hmm. point. I agree. I did the same kind of... I was going to do the same thing as you. I was like, man, that's a good idea. BJ watched both of his matches against AJ Styles. I'm going to do the same. So I watched Adam Cole, baby, take on Triple H. Nice. This was dope. It started off with a collar and tie elbow. Adam Cole quickly realized, like, oh, I'm fucked up. Like, this is Triple H. He's huge compared to me, even yeah. if he is old. 
he got backed into the corner and the fucking game glitched and they like backed out into the crowd and just kept the collar and elbow tie going off of the TV screen and out because that match never fucking happened. So I watched Adam Cole Bebe versus Marty Scroll, the Ring of Honor television champion. You know what? That's what we could do. That's what we should just do next time. Put them on video games. We could, yeah. We could just have people face each other. We could make a, a tournament, tournament, a bracket, and we could just simulate and watch it. <laughs> <laughs> and then like critique it and we'd have to do like fire pro wrestling to get this many different unless we made all these characters ourselves dude there's plenty of DLC in the WWE games oh created characters yeah human created or player created yeah alright so yeah mom was from Ring of Honor Supercard 2017 TV mm-hmm. title being defended Marty Scroll versus Adam Cole so this was a really fucking good match uh, Marty Scroll yeah. retained Fantastic match. Every Adam Cole match I've seen has been great. I've never seen him have a bad match. I mean, shit, he made Pat McAfee a fucking superstar overnight. Well, in a matter of 45 minutes or less. So, yeah, Yeah, no, it's hard to decide between him. He's he's dominated everywhere he's went Mm -hmm. and for a longer amount of time. But Moxley just didn't have enough time to prove that because he spent so much time at the top of WWE, which is the top of the top. At least it was. I think now you can't argue that WWE is that anymore. Yeah. I think in in ways New Japan, AEW, and WWE are equivalent with each other Mm -hmm. for multiple reasons. I get WWE still has the bigger fan base overall. Right. But like... There's no more loyal fans than AEW as their ratings right. prove time and time again. Right. There's 600,000 of us that are going to watch every fucking week no matter what happens. Yep. And it's because they're giving us what we want to see and WWE is just too stupid to stop and listen. Yep. It's very true. It's unfortunate. Look at how many guys we've talked about that would be way higher up. Like, we should still be talking about fucking Rusev right now yeah. with John Moxley and Adam Cole. We should still be talking about Bray Wyatt. They should we, Actually, we shouldn't have even talked about those fucking guys yet. Right. No offense to Moxley or Adam Cole. Adam right. Cole's been one of my favorite wrestlers the last three years. Yeah. And it is what it is. Wade Barrett. Yeah, Wade Barrett, man. Neville. Neville could still... He's got this core. He's going to do it this year. This is his decade. Yeah. Just wait and see. But join us next time, buds, as we move on to the next two before a reorder here. Yes. Number 22, Jay Lethal. Ooh. And number 21, Cody Rhodes, who we can call Rhodes again. You know what I'm going to watch? Just because I have to watch it every time I do Jay Lethal stuff, is the woo-off yeah. between him and Ric Flair. Because that was best Jay Lethal. God, that was so I'm good. going to try and find Jay Lethal versus Cody Rhodes. Mm, there you go. And then I'm going to try to get Cody Rhodes versus Jay Lethal. Oh, that's fucking genius. Mm. You should tell us what Jay Lethal versus Cody Rhodes <laughs> match you would like to watch, Buds. Yeah. You can hit us up at BudsWW on the Twitter or email to the Gmail at the same. You can get me at D-A-R-R-E-L-L underscore G-U-N-S on Twitter. You can get me at Beach2004. That's B-E-E-J-2-0-0-4. Leave us a five-star... Uh, rating and comments and likes and shares and subscribes and yeah and tell your friends and your enemies and your dogs and your cats and your wolves just stay safe man wolves. it's getting dangerous wolves. out there wolves wolves w-o-o-l-v-e-s your mices and your mooses and your mices and your mices and your mouses and your and your geese and your rabbits rabbits and your turtles geeses and your geeses. And all your geeses and your ganders. All your bases belong to are belong to us. All my bases are belong to me. Yeah. 
We're surrounded by them. Like, literally <laughs> surrounded yeah, we, by bases, dude. No. Except, Except for this side over side. here. We well, can be scared about surrounded now, is We're it? almost surrounded. That is not... Okay, that is semi-surrounded. We're semi-surrounded by bases, bud. You should be, but too. But we got access to the door. Yeah, so we're going to get the fuck out of here. So until next time, that's BJ over there. And that's Daryl over there. Peace out, guys. Go away. Until the bases attack. They will attack, too. They will. They're going to... Whenever you're ready.